Super Slack Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Slack Podcast. This is episode 93. Uh, welcome back this week. Um, we really have no structure whatsoever in this one. We just kind of went off the rails on some like deep shit. To it, be honest, it, 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 it's it goes in places we've never gone before. If you want to hear some like interesting, uh, what did you say? Conspiracy? Not really conspiracy. It, it, partially, way, I guess. Yeah. Uh, theories. Um, and it's kind of like dark. I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. If you want to hear all that shit, then yeah. <laughs> I like it. This, <laughs> this is the episode for you. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> that sounded like a threat. <laughs> oh, oh I need to take a shower. shower like three days. <laughs> oh, I doubt that. Can you feel? What's the longest you've legitimately tonight? gone without showering? The longest I've ever gone without showering, like legitimately, um, a week. Uh, are we recording? No. Should we start then? Yeah, we we are. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Um. Yeah, about a week, I'd say. Like five days, I, I think long as I made it was like five or six days. That was in the, we were in like high school though. Oh shit! I barely did like a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, my wife won't let me get away with it anymore. So <laughs> it's harder now. I, I sweat more than I used to, so it's like harder to not do it. I I can definitely feel that. This year's felt hotter in general to make it to where like I feel like I have to fucking like. You had to fuck. <laughs> I mean that's fair too, but, <laughs> but no. I have to fuck. <laughs> no, just like I don't know, like my body's constantly putting off perspiration. Like your body's here. like constantly crying. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I, for some reason, like the only, the only spot I really sweat is on my back. That's like literally the only spot. That's always my beginning spot, and then like right under my tits. <laughs> <laughs> just drips down. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I sweat so bad sometimes on my back. Like I can feel it, like run down my ass crack. <laughs> oh You're my like, god! Oh, dude. So I, I went and I hiked uh, Long's Peak yesterday. That is the swampiest my ass has ever been. Damn. It was awful. It just it sounds uncomfortable. It honestly, so like I did Grays and Tories a couple months ago, and that was that was rough, but. I was literally like shaking the whole fucking time crossing the backside of Long's Peak because you have like two feet for, between you and like just a drop. Mm. And I was like shitting my pants the whole time because I'm like, I know if my wife was there, she would have cursed me out for even fucking trying it. Yeah. But just looking at it, I was like, at this point, I'm already fucking dedicated. I might just keep going. So that stuff's wild. Damn. Yeah, I, I need to. I probably do need to go on a hike at some point. I'm going. I hope next month I'm going to Mount Princeton. Yeah, that'd be too soon. 
<laughs> what? I need at least three months. That, that one's a fairly smooth one. It's not okay. Not as uh rough. Yeah, because uh, Princeton's a class two and Long's Peak is a class three. Okay. So Princeton, that's in uh, England, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, okay. it's in. It's it's actually fairly close to like Buena Vista. Okay, that's not too bad. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably do it next time you go. Hell yeah! I need to get some legitimate like hiking uh, footwear. Yeah, and it's ridiculously expensive. Like, there's no reason it should be that much. You just make my own, then. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, too, but... Um, have you ever seen the people that wear the shoes that have, like, slots for each, like, digit? Like, each toe? Oh, those <laughs> fucking things? Yeah. yeah. I hate every person that wears those. They all wear them their asshole. I have, a, <laughs> I have an aunt and uncle that wear those oh, for quite a while. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, like what did they have? Is this like some sort of special function or something? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They thought they were the most comfortable things in the world, though. So I feel like it would be like wildly bothersome. Yeah. Like I just don't think I can get over the fact that it like is constantly there. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It, it would just feel awkward. Yeah, it definitely would. I. Mm. Yeah. So I don't think I'd ever go for something like those, but those are ridiculous, like three hundred dollars. Yeah. And then you have like good hiking boots. You can get away with like an eighty dollar pair. Mm-hmm. But like good, good ones that, and they still only last you like maybe three hikes. Yeah. Like two eighty. Damn dude. I'm 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 surviving off like sixty dollar ones right now. So okay. It's stupid. Fucking a. I don't, I don't know. You want to tell the people um, <laughs> where you're at mentally right now? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like, probably not. How are you feeling? Uh, How you felt? I don't even know. <laughs> um, what are you going to feel? Stoned. Like what? 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 What kind of a uh, mind state are you in right now? Um, are you like feeling like philosophical, or are you feeling like sexual, or what do you feel? Homosexual? That's fair too. Really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. More like philosophical. Really? Yeah. What's like? Um, do you have like a like a brand new philosophy like? Do you have something that, like, is going to, like, break new ground? Like, it's going to shock people? No, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I, I just think that, like, it'd be nice if everything had more of, like, a middle ground. Okay. And it, well, everything wasn't so extreme either way. Okay. That's about it. Okay. That's very vague. Yeah, it's very vague. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's vague. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> That's fair. I think I have the high, high ground. But um, What does he say? It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> you underestimate my power! <laughs> <laughs> and then the next line was, Don't... Don't try it. Don't try it. And he goes, Nah! And then he goes, Drink! And then he falls. He's like, Ah! <laughs> And then what's the next line? <laughs> do the whole thing. I know you can do it. I can't off the top of my head right now. Damn. I'm... 
just like say the first piece of dialogue that comes to your mind in general. Just like that. <laughs> I, I can't do it in voice right now. The the first piece of dialogue that pops in my head when I think of like towards that scene. Oh, okay. Is the you turned her against me? <laughs> you turned her against me. You have done that yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's as far as my brain goes right now. Damn! Is it just like and then it just stops? There's like a, you've hit like a wall at this moment in time. <laughs> Damn. I, I will say, like growing up as a kid, that was probably one of the scenes that hit me the hardest. Okay. Uh, just because it was easier for me to grasp in a story like that that wasn't so it didn't feel as heavy. Because it, it was more, like, fantastical and, like, fantasy. Okay. Whereas, like, I couldn't get into, like, the real stories. Like, obviously, it's not, like, legitimate, but, like, stuff like Titanic and stuff like that. Like, straight romance bores the shit out of me. But, like, betrayal was always what, like, hooked me. Okay. In movies. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. That's really wild. I don't know. It's, it's just easier to grasp because, like, happy endings don't feel realistic. <sighs> What's one happy? I can't think of a happy ending off the top of my head. <laughs> um, Let's see. All, a lot of my favorite movies don't have happy endings. Eight Mile has a happy ending. It has a vague happy ending. Like it, it's like like it more of hopes for the future than like an actual like happy yeah happy ending. Yeah, yeah. Like you you see you can tell he's about to do something. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally just feels like you're telling the story of where like Eminem's legitimate like career popped off. Yeah, I can see that. Like that that was like the moment he got the confidence to keep going. I think that's why that's such a powerful movie is because it's not like explicitly like hopeful. Like there's some desperation left. Yeah, I get the La La Land has a mix of a happy and sad ending. That was one of the most like in the last five years. That's one of the most like torturous things I've ever watched. Yeah, like what do you mean like torturous? Like you like 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 no, it's a great movie. I just think that like it's emotionally wretching at the end where like. You go to this future five years forward, and yeah. they're not together. Like, everything that they were going to do, she's doing with someone else, basically. Yeah. Not because she's an asshole. It's just because he kind of fucked it up. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. He kind of fucked it up, and but at the same time, they still, like, love each other still. Yeah. So, when they, it's like when they give that last nod, where, or when she locks eyes with him, and he just goes, gives her the nod... Like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, they're both happy for each other, but then there's still some sort of, like, regret in a way that they couldn't do with each other. Yeah. And, like, even not, if even if you didn't watch the whole movie, you could watch that scene out of context. And yeah. it's still just as powerful. Yeah. Because you know basically what it means. Like, it is that strongly filmed and acted. Yeah, you know written. there's a history there, and obviously, you know, they're... Yeah. Yeah. Like you could watch that completely out of context and it's still just as strong. It, it, it is like emotionally wrenching just for the fact that like you have grown so attached to both of these characters if you've watched it and you ha you become hopeful for them and then it still just falls apart. And like, I think that's almost more, it, it's definitely more entertaining than if you had a happy ending. Yeah. Because of the fact that like, 
I don't know. To me, it's always felt more realistic. Like, I don't know. Like, I always grew up watching movies with more, like, nihilistic endings, unless they were, like, superhero films. Yeah, okay. And maybe that's why I gravitated more towards, like, comic books and stuff like that, just because it felt more fantastical to me and, like, an escape. Where, like, the real life always felt like there was something, like, darker behind it, and there was, like... That's why that kind of, like, medium always entertained me more, when you get, like, your butterfly effect movies and stuff like that. Yeah. I can see that. And, like, stuff like endings like in La La Land, it's, like, very, like... I think a lot of people can relate to it. Yeah. Being in relationships you think are going to last a long time, and then something happens, and, like, you think about, like, what could have been. Oh, yeah. 100%. And... I mean, I'm lucky I found my wife as early as I did because I don't, like, envy the dating game, period. Yeah. It just feels like there's too much drama. There's a lot of drama. Um, shit, you can even think of movies like 500 Days of Summer. Oh. That's a happy ending. Oh, yeah. He meets uh, Autumn. Autumn. But yeah. it also, fe- it, so it feels like a happy ending, but at the same time, it almost also feels like a circular or like a, it just feels like he's in a loop. And he, he's going from 500 Days of Summer to Autumn, and it's like he's just kind of going through the seasons and repeating the same mistakes. Right, and then he'll go to Spring next. Yeah, or Winter, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Is there a, a woman named Spring at all? I've heard of a woman named Winter before. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah, I've, I've legitimately heard that before. Hmm. But Spring, uh, it doesn't feel like a name to me. What's up, Spring? Hmm... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can go with something synonymous like bloom or some flower. Yeah, something like rose. Something that rain. (laughs) Yeah, because spring spring would feel just cheese of shit. (laughs) Autumn almost doesn't feel realistic. I've only met like two women my whole life named Autumn. I've never met an Autumn. I just don't hang around those kind of people. (laughs) It was middle school. I wasn't hanging around. It was just (laughs) in my class. So Autumn, that's like the kind of like woman you'd find like at a like a, a fair or something or it feels like hippie shit yeah like a hundred percent want to try this lsd <laughs> <laughs> go and see the fucking spacemen with me and shit like that hell yeah <laughs> that'd be wild that'd be wild but yeah like a 500 is a summer um it really like it delves into that like I, i'm sure women do it too but like as far as like my experience i do this all the time like when you're talking to like a girl or whatever you get those like expectations of what something's going to be. And then you go and do the thing and it's completely different. Oh, hundred percent. And in the movie, they show it side by side expectation and this is the actual reality. Yeah. And that's just fucked up. I, I think it, it, it's definitely fucked up, but it, it's just kind of wild. The expectations versus reality on a lot of situations like that. Yeah. Because honestly, that's how just relationships in general are. You always kind of hope for the best. And if you're lucky, you get like a middle outcome. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of weird until you find that like person. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, 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 for sure. I got to watch that movie again. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. Really? You haven't? Yeah. I got to actually sit down and be able to watch it. Wow. 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 Yeah, it's hard to believe. I thought I thought you did watch it. <laughs> did you see? I didn't know this until this morning because I was talking to my dad. And he uh, 
he told me there's a new movie on Amazon Prime where Owen Wilson is a superhero. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll I'll pull up my IMDb because I was looking at it earlier. It just blew my fucking mind. It's almost... the one he's in with JLo. Uh, no, <laughs> no, because that was my thought too. I'm like, he can't be talking about that, right? Because <laughs> that that just doesn't track. It's called. Uh... Mm... It's right. Oh, Secret Headquarters. Never heard of it. Uh, apparently it just came out on Amazon Prime and my little brother fucking has not shut up about it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> what would be your favorite comedian turned superhero role? Like a comedian that got cast as a superhero that's established? Or not even comedian, but like comedic actor. Comedic actor into a superhero? Because, like, as much as Paul Rudd is kind of forgettable as Ant-Man, he's great in everything else. I don't know if he's forgettable. I just think, well, the second movie is forgettable as a whole. Oh, yeah. But he just doesn't feel as impactful as a character as most of the others. Okay. It's just because he hasn't been introduced that way either. So. Right. Damn, that's a good question, though. I'm trying to think of, like, a comedic actor. I think... They've done a great job at turning Chris Hemsworth Thor into like a great comedic thing. Yeah, because that's really the only way it'll work, I think. Yeah. Because they tried it the other way and it wasn't. Yeah, there was like no good. returns for yeah. that. Yeah. Damn. Okay, I'll cheat a little bit. Okay. Um, I forget his name, but he's in the Fantastic Beasts movies. He's a chubbier guy. He's like uh, the only American. He's also in Balls of Fury. I fucking love him in that yeah, movie. Yeah, that guy, he wants to be the thing. Bro, yeah, that would be wild. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh, let me look up his name. Because I guess the thing is Jewish in the comics. I mean, hey, I'll go with whatever. I'd just be entertained to see him. I, I really don't. Yeah, and that's what he said too. He said, that he, "I'm Jewish, and this guy's Jewish." His name is uh, Dan Fogler. Yeah, Dan Fogler. And you really, he's gonna be the thing all the time anyway, so it wouldn't matter. He'd be voicing him. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't even be voicing him when he's the thing, or maybe they use the voice, but then they voice they over. like yeah voiceover, and they like alter a voice and shit. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure it wouldn't be just straight. It's clobbering time. Yeah, because that would sound cheesy as fuck. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can only picture what his take would be on something like that to be corny as shit. But that's a wild casting though. It yeah. would be interesting though. Like, yeah. I want something new. But I feel like Reed Richards needs to be taken more seriously than he has in the past. Yes. And I think, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think Miles Teller would have put a great spin on that if he had, like, more free reigns. Better material. Yeah, that too. He is fantastic in general as an actor. I mean, all you have to look at is... Uh, Whiplash. Go- yeah, Whiplash is amazing. And he was good in Top Gun Maverick too. I haven't seen that one yet. I watched Spiderhead and he was really good in that. Don't even know what that is. It's on uh, Netflix. So basically, his character uh, is in prison or jail for something, but he gets put into this like experimental prison, and he's given a lot more freedom in the meantime. But they can control your sadness, your like horniness, your 
rage, shit like that, and just kind of like do it with these chemicals and turn it up and down on you. Do experiments to see how to better sell drugs to people, basically. Oh, okay. It gets fucking wild. I've only finished like half of it, but it is it is a mind fucking. Chris Hemsworth is also in it, and he just he he like runs the pro, the experiments, and it's just like it's super like 1984 kind of feel okay it, it's a trip like dystopian kind of thing yeah okay because like it almost they introduce it as like they're doing something good but it gets it gets dark okay it's interesting, crazy interesting did you know he lost out to uh for elvis he lost out to uh, austin butler really it came it went down to them too uh, look wise austin butler actually like kind of resembles elvis oh look wise yeah. but i just don't, i feel like his would have been even though he's a good actor it would have felt like an impression i think yeah I, I wouldn't have been into that as much yeah and one of the reasons why boz lerman casted austin butler to begin with is because he's not wide known yet so it was easier for people to buy into it see and that's kind of what my thought was too is like we've seen chris hemsworth and like i i loved him in that racing movie i can't think of the name of it uh, uh race is it is it no, race it's called rush Rush, yes. Because I know there's Premium Rush, the bicycle movie. And then there's. <laughs> the bicycle movie? You've seen that, right? No. Oh my God. It's Joseph Gordon Levitt. He's a bike messenger You're in fu- New York. Really? It's fucking dope. I think you have to deliver a bomb or some shit. Or uh, he's, there's there's with some them. mob shit involved. It's, yeah, it's, there's always mob shit involved. It's, it's dope, but it's super pretentious. <laughs> Joe's 29 minute guarantee is a promise, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember how I got there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, because Rush. Premium oh, Rush. Oh, because of... Because um, of Elvis. Oh, yeah. After everything we've seen Chris Hemsworth in, it would be almost impossible to see him as Elvis. Yeah. Because he's on the level of Elvis. At Wait, almost Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. No, we're talking about Miles Teller. Oh, oh, it was Miles Teller? Yeah. That just doesn't fit in my brain. Really? Yeah. Look-wise, it does to me. Like, if you look at them side by side, you know, you can see it. Oh, that's fair. I just think Austin Butler has more of that, like, pretty boy charm. That and, yeah. You know, like I said, like, he's not very wide known. Now he is, obviously. Yeah. But- that exploded his career. I honestly wonder if that gives, like, people who have, like, a brush with him a little bit more credit, too, like... Your Kevin Smiths, Kevin Smiths, uh, Hannah Montana, um, Zoe 101. What was that show he was on? The uh, Shannara Chronicles. Oh, Shannara Chronicles. He was also an Arrow. Really? Yeah, like one or two episodes. Okay, that's what a lot of what he did back then. He was just mainly like in small TV, small TV shows. This is gonna be interesting to see how it evolves his career. He'll turn into like a Leo DiCaprio overnight. Yeah, which is crazy. All it takes is that one movie. It was the same thing for Timothy Chalamet oh, when yeah. Call Me By Your Name came out. Yeah, it's, it's like bing. It's wild how like one film can transform a yeah. like like Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, first like real big acting gig. Uh, what's Eating Gilbert Grape? Or yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen it, but I know what it is. Dude, there is some wild stuff in that. Like one of the most emotional scenes I think I've ever seen in a film is like. <sighs> I don't want to ruin it for you if you ever plan on watching it, but the ending is one of like the most sad yet compassionate things I think I've ever seen. Is that when his mom dies? So you know. Where he's like, wake up. 
Uh, I think so. Okay. But it's not so much that, but it's the following up after her oh, passing. Okay. What what they do to like protect her, basically. Okay. It's weird. He's also good in the Basketball Diaries. Oh my God, that is a rough That's fucking a movie. Rough movie. It's still true story too. Oh, like that. That's I love it to death, but it's probably like top twenty-five of films of all time, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Like I wish I could put it even higher, but there's just so much in between in my head. Okay. Maybe that's what we should do. What? Give your uh, top twenty-five movies of all time. That is a big. Ask, and I think I might need more time, but I'm definitely down for a list like that. Okay. Because cool. there's a wide gap in there. Okay. What's your favorite movie of all time? Huh. Mine's La La Land. I, I know you got that one. Yeah. It was Saving Private Ryan before I saw that. See, and I have like a very like fluctuating opinion on it. Because it can swing anywhere from, like, just just based on the way I feel, from, like, the Batman to Boondock Saints to, like, like what I feel right now is more like, like a fight club kind of mood. Like, if you had, like, if you had to, like, if you were on a deserted island and you had one movie to take with you, mine would still be La La Land. Okay. The sun is nearly gone. The lights are turning on. It, so if I, if I didn't have any like pretense to knowing I was going to be trapped, like like if I didn't know I was going to be trapped and I wanted something to be happy compared to like what I would do if I had no fucking clue would probably be different. If I went out right now, it would probably be something like Fight Club. Okay. Like like that's it'd be like a tie between Fight Club and Seven. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just like those two movies right now to me feel more, I don't know, interesting for one. And I, I like movies with twists more. Okay. So I think that's kind of why. I'm surprised you didn't say Saw. I love that too. But, but to watch that every day. Oh, dude. I'd, I'd notice some stupid shit after a while where I'd be like... That, and that would put you in a certain type of mood, too. <laughs> exactly. You'd just be, like, depressed every day. That, that's what, like, Fight Club would still be rough, but, like, that seems like something I could, like, just watch and watch and watch yeah. and watch. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Okay. La La Land. Oh, yeah, you did say Yeah. That. It'd have to be that. Would that be... Okay, so there's that answer... Or compared to something that you'd have to watch constantly to, like, keep your mood up. So, um, something that would just straight, like, just keep my mood up. Yeah. God. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That's a hard one for sure. Hmm. Hmm. I'm mainly thinking back to, like, nostalgic movies. That's fair. Um, I don't know why my mind goes to that. I, I think that's the easiest way to go because it's simpler times because like as soon as I thought that, that's kind of what I thought too. But mine goes to The Phantom. Okay. Because it was my easiest go-to for everything. I think I'd do the first Fast and Furious okay. if I wanted to be like in a happy mood the whole time. 
That's fair. Yeah, because that movie is great for that. I do remember watching that all the time. Yeah. Growing up, too. That movie is still fantastic. Yep. Um, what about something that you can guarantee to get you, like, hyped up or, like, pissed off? Hyped up or pissed off? Grand Street Hooligans, probably. Okay. Yeah. I do love that movie. That's a rough movie, too. That was the first thing I saw uh, Charlie Hunnam in. You were in love ever since? No. <laughs> no, but he is great in that fucking movie. Yeah. It was almost weird to see uh, Elijah Wood in there. Elijah Wood, Elijah Boner, <laughs> Elijah Rod, Elijah um, Tree. Honestly, I might have had a different answer like a year ago. But mine would be uh, The Northman. The Northman, okay. And I don't know what it is about that film, but like literally I walked out of that film feeling like uh, there was something about the way it was shot and like the way it was told. It was like the most like well-developed script I think I've ever like listened to. Okay. Like there was something about it where like I can't find a plot hole. Yeah, I guess there wasn't really any plot holes because I think the reason why is because it was so straightforward. Yeah, there wasn't. It wasn't trying to do too much. Yeah, there was no mystery. It was just this here's is- my goal. I'm gonna say <laughs> what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah, like it felt. I think honestly, like that's almost what I envision as like a happy ending. But it gets it gets me feeling a certain type of way where I just get kind of like I get like a rush out of it. Okay. That's one of the few movies that I can say like actually makes me feel that strongly. Is it because of how like the main character acts too? Because he's constantly like, "I will get vengeance." And yeah, just like kind of he's like motivated, so it kind of makes you motivated. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of like that, like almost for lack of a better word, like evangelical style of like telling you what to do and kind of like that positivity to just push forward that you find in like positive speakers like tony robbins or just people like that that yeah literally build a uh, warren buffett off of just like literally being positive and doing certain shit to like get forward in life yeah yeah and he he really didn't let anything stop him either he's like fuck it i'm keeping yeah. doing this right like that is one of the wildest films like i i've never there's very few films that i've watched in my life that have made me feel as much period not that the same feeling but like but just feeling that, that strong amount of feeling yeah like it's it, i don't know it was crazy i i think maybe it's also due to like a little bit of like preferential treatment because i have enjoyed everything else that robert eggers has put out yeah. But, like, I don't know. There's just, like, some sort of, like, attachment to it. Obviously, I have my preferences with Vikings and shit like that. But it is such a strongly told and, like, knit-together story where I, I can't find a hole. Yeah. And it, there's a difference between these other two movies, too, because those are more on the, like, weird side to where you have to dig in deeper to oh, it. Oh, yeah. But Northman's pretty, like I said, straightforward, and you can just follow it easily. Oh, yeah. Because e- even the parts that are told to be as, like, semi-mystical are still explained away by realism yeah like literally everything he does in the movie and everything that happens to him in the movie still leads him in where he needs to go yeah like there's no like anything kind of like pulling you away from the plot really yeah 
I, I really started getting worried right there when he was fighting that like oh that it, like skeleton dude zombie thing yeah i was like great here we go and then it felt almost more like a spiritual victory like it, it didn't tell him he's gonna fall apart because we had to do some like mystical ancient like zombie ritual shit and that's kind of how the green knight is like it's kind of a straightforward story but there's a lot of like weird shit in there where you have to like think See, about it and like i i was a lot more forgiving with that one because it's kind of what i expect because king arthur in general is fiction yeah it, it, there's nothing to say that it was ever true and i mean like by all accounts magic's quote unquote not real or however you want to present it yeah so you can't have like your merlin and shit like that what did do you think like in the middle mid medieval times they did magic or they did stuff that to them was magic oh i'm sure like was it drugs you think i mean it still is today the way people yeah. like talk about it yeah so, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because you have people talking about talking to fucking goats and stuff in their trips, so. So they were, you see, like, they could have been tripping the whole time. Oh, yeah. Like, the dragons obviously weren't real, so they could have been seeing them. And honestly, like. Or were they <clears throat> fucking real? I don't know. And honestly, like, here, here's the weird part, because as much as I believe in religion, I also have certain doubts where, like, you wonder if religion was birthed out of something like that. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Because there is no way in my brain that I can come to the conclusion on my own without any like predetermined and pre-teached notion of what is outside of me that I would have come up with some one being that controlled everything. And I think Jesus did acid or something that's similar to acid back then. Because that's the reason why maybe people thought like they were actually drinking his blood and doing all this other weird shit. I mean, I'm not even gonna deny that. Yeah, I think there are because Jesus was real. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I and I do agree with that. Um, but it, it is a very like it, it's a very hard conversation to have because as much as I do say, hey, I believe in this. I'll say, hey, I've never written, I've never read the Bible in its entirety. I kind of am going off of more of a lot of things I've been taught by family and stuff like that. But even then, it's almost like it's more safe to say, hey, I believe in this is like a security blanket. That way, in case I die tomorrow, I'm like, hey, at least I had half a foot in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pause, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair <clears throat> but uh well no i've always kind of struggled with that because you do have by all accounts the person was real but like what got it there like what got him there yeah like it, with everybody else's perception at least like how could you believe somebody like rubbed mud on somebody's face and made it to where they weren't blind anymore mm, okay Shit like that, or bringing someone back to life, like with Lazarus. Drugs. Exactly. Like, that's the point. Like, how much can you believe in how much was drugs or something like that? Yeah, because I feel like it had to have been, because even Joe Rogan was talking about it, where uh, I forget what it might have been Theo Vaughn. I asked him if people did, like, a lot of, like, psychedelics back in the day, like old days. And he said, and that's the reason why a lot of stuff has been invented, is because people were, like, on drugs. Oh, yeah. 
And so. I mean, it makes sense because, like, to go back to it, I know it's kind of stupid, but, like, a lot of, like, Viking culture, it was built off of, like, mushrooms. Yeah. And shit like that. And, like, they would do mushrooms before they go into battle, and that's where, like, the berserkers and shit come, like, from, so. Do you want to suck my cock, <laughs> berserker? <laughs> Great movie. I, I wonder if he'll bring something like that back in this film. I would fucking trip out. I'd laugh, laugh, laugh. He didn't have to change the lyrics or anything. He just did the same thing. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at all. That was genius. You like to suck my cock, berserker. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is the most fucking like ridiculous, nonsensical shit that I've ever heard. That just like will never go away. <laughs> I could watch that movie and never get tired of those scenes. Yeah, like. It was a strange character. I don't know how Jay and Silent Bob were the only two to stick around out of that trio. Right. Because they, they, he was almost just as important <laughs> in the first film, so it was just strange. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, I don't know, I think a lot of society and like stuff that was built, like, a lot of it, I think, is drugs and aliens. I see, I wouldn't doubt that either. Yeah. That's why I'm like, as much as I like to flirt with that, like, in-between space of, like, believing and kind of, like, struggling, I feel like there's a logical explanation to everything. Yeah. Because you have Christians who want to believe, like, Adam and Eve. but who's God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> not even that. <laughs> but, like, uh, Christians and Catholics want to believe, like, Adam and Eve. Yeah. And then you have the evolutionist side. Why can't they coexist at all? Like, you're saying, like, evolution can be a thing and God making shit be a thing? At least the interpretation of God doing something. Yeah, because what is God? If I, God is a thing, it's obviously not a dude. Like, God is a something. That's, that's the thing. That's, that's the one thing it's a that celestial. I almost feel like it's... And I don't, like, fall in this trap very often because I don't like the, like, gendering things and all that arguments. Like... God never felt like male or female to me. No, yeah, that's why I always like, I don't know. Like, God is kind of like not even a being as much as it is a force. Yeah. Or something. Like, God, it could, God could just be the universe. Yeah. Because it, it, it just feels kind of like, as much as I want to describe it as something, it just feels like it's kind of everywhere in everything, not yeah. so much like. This guy's doing this. Yeah. And this, you jerked off and then made all this. I don't know. It, 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 at that point, like, though, it also, like, I also kind of stop myself before I get too far after that just because it feels almost too complicated. Yeah, it really is comp like, complicated when you really go deep into it. Um, you see, you can't have these type of conversations with, like, an actual, like, Christian Christian person. Oh, no. Because <laughs> they'll get pissed off. Oh, yeah. They Especially only, they your, the, like, Westboro Baptist people. Yeah, they fucking hate the idea of evolution altogether. Oh, yeah. Because obviously evolution happened. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I just, I just don't get how you can't have that middle ground and, like, trying to coexist with anything. Yeah. Because as much as you want to say, hey, like, and I've heard this in stand-up bits, too, but... As much as you want to say humans are like descendants of apes and shit, at the same time, why are apes still apes, basically? Yeah, yeah, it's, I, don't, I don't know. And why and how did 
life begin anyway? Like, yeah. how? Like, how? And, like, it, it, there's just so many unanswered questions that I don't think you can pin to one thing. Yeah, and that's I, I think a lot of shit, like, we'll never find out ever. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, it's just really, like, when you think about, like, everything in the grand scheme of things, like, when you, like, zoom out, basically, outside of Earth. And there's that picture that came out, like, a couple weeks ago, like, the satellite took. And you can see, like, hundreds of galaxies. Just hundreds of them. See, I, so I like, like... I try to think about, like, even the idea of what, like, a galaxy is. Yeah. And it starts to really bother me. Yeah. Because of the fact that, like, if you think about the size of galaxies... And I'm not saying, hey, like, I don't believe in them. Like, I do fully think that those things are real. Because they are, they, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, like, flat Earth type people. Yeah. <laughs> it, it almost bothers me, though, because it's the fact that, like... We are like a fucking pinprick on the wall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the Earth is a part of the universe in itself, and yeah. there's multiple, like hundreds of, like thousands. Yeah, probably. and then it's no. like never ending. Like where, do, how does it end, or what? Like and the other argument people like to make of like us being the only possible intelligent life forms in the entire universe. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you look at it from the fact that there's like thousands of universes. That are yeah, all, there we're, we're the one anomaly. <laughs> yeah, like, no, there's yeah. no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, as much as I'd love to feel like I'm unique, there's probably like a trillion versions of me. Yeah, and isn't it kind of scary thought to think of that that we're like that small? Yeah, in a thing of like, like what is like space? Like how come it never ends? Like what is it? Yeah, like, black holes sucking the space inside with something bigger. Or is it, I don't know, it's fucking it, crazy. It is, like, as much as, I think that's one of the reasons I never, like, tried to venture into, like, that type of science, like, in any facet, whether it was, like, the type of films I watched or stuff like that, it just always scared the shit out of me to where I feel like I had to stop, because it just feels so overwhelming. Yeah, it feels overwhelming, and it feels like what's the point kind of in a yeah. way you're like what the fuck's like it, it kind of makes you like or at least me when i think about stuff like that i'm like why do we have like issues period with other people like on here why can't we all get together and like yeah. figure out what the fuck's going on especially because like like a lot of government squabbles are over the pettiest shit in the world yeah i'm like yeah we should just get rid of that and get together and figure out what's going on like with space or oh, why yeah. we're here could you imagine how like far we probably could advance as like a human race if we stopped wars and just got together and like research shit? I can only imagine because you have to think how much money does it take first of all to start a war? Yeah, and then you also have to think about the fact that is it really going to profit you that much after you lose all that money to gain this territory that someone else could attack you for at any point? Yeah, it's. A non-stop cycle that if we could, like, legitimately just act as, like, one world. Because, like, hypothetically, let's say, we were attacked by aliens mm -hmm. one day. Do you think the world would still act as separate countries? Or do you think it'd be like, okay, shit, now we gotta work together? I don't think it'd be that simple. I definitely don't think we'd work together yeah, right away. See, and that's the one thing I feel like is often missed with outer space films. Mm. Or your Star Wars-esque, your Star Trek, stuff like that is they act like every planet has this one culture to it. Yeah. And everything's so fucking peaceful inside of that culture. There's no genocide. There's no murders. There's no war. There's nothing like that. It seems so fantastical if 
this one tyrannical force wasn't acting upon this one area. Yeah. Like, it's kind of wild how small that worldview is when we're, when you're looking at, like, a galaxy. Yeah. Or a universe. Yeah. Shit like that. It just, like... I don't know. Yeah, and as far as aliens go, like, uh, Joe Rogan was talking about this, I think it was a book he read or something, the scientist wrote, where he's trying to say that aliens are actually, like, humans from the future that have evolved and have come back to kind of, like, look at what's going on. Oh, yeah. Like, they're kind of time-traveling in a way. Not time-traveling, really, but they're coming... Well, obviously, other galaxies are so far away that the time difference is, like, crazy. Oh, yeah. Because they said um, if we... So technically, if you're looking, so if you're standing right here and you see it like at the wall and there's a galaxy there, uh-huh. that the way, the distance that it is, you're basically looking at the past. So if somebody was from over there looking at us, they'd see like thousands of years ago. They wouldn't see what's happening right now. Okay. Yeah. That that would be, uh, that's, that's weird to think. <laughs> it is really weird to think about. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So what the aliens, that could be that. They could be like humans from the future that have evolved and come back just to like see what's going on see and i heard him kind of go into that a couple times but not maybe into that much depth it's kind of more like skimming over and talking about headline pieces of it to people who weren't familiar with it before he like explained something but the idea like that we evolved where like I, i know i've heard him talk about like to the point where we evolve where we don't even speak anymore it's more like just tell a Pathic communication, basically. Yeah, we don't speak. We don't have any, like, genitals or anything like that. Yeah. There's no way to lie because people can, like, basically... Yeah, so it's, like... So evolved that, like, emotions and... Yeah. Personal interest almost can't exist. Yeah, and that's why they were able to evolve so fast. Yeah. It's because they got rid of all that shit that kind of holds us back. See, it, like, at that point, it makes sense. But if you look at like stuff like Star Wars, the best example we got of that was probably any section of like Tatooine or like desert planet stuff in Star Wars, where you could almost see you see more of that divide where like everything else felt like it was like perfect like social substructs. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out where I was going with this now. My brain like. Aliens. Yeah, I'm lost now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um Yeah, I'd like to see an alien at some point. Um do you believe that footage I think the Navy released like a couple of years ago? Uh the Tic Tac videos? Or some shit was like black and white like footage. Where it just like instantly goes like ten thousand feet down in like a second. Something like that, yeah. And then it like just zips away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't, like, seen him, but I've watched Joe Rogan talk with the pilot who was there that, like, witnessed it and shit and saw it on the radars. Yeah. That would be... I don't know what I'd do. Terrifying. I, I've, I've never seen a UFO myself. Um, I've always been, like, afraid to see one, mm-hmm. but it's never happened. Um, I have watched videos of people, like, with abduction stories and shit, and they are kind of convincing. Oh, yeah. Because they, like, they didn't really believe that shit. Well, like the, uh, was it Barney and Betty Hill? They were like the first Yeah, reported. he was talking about it because I guess his granddaughter is like an MMA fighter. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh, is it Carrie Hill or something like that? It was, Brit- was it Brittany? No, it might Maybe. Brittany. Something like it's that. It's something. 
But yeah, their stories have never changed yeah. throughout time. And yeah, it's crazy. And I know she talked about that. And she's like, even to the day he died, he told me that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's hard to see anybody lying to the point where like, they almost create a whole different culture of like, what people believe. But then again, it's how you get religions too, so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've... I don't know if you call it lucky to be in that situation, but like how, like, like, that's like the chances of that happening are so like slim. It's crazy. Yeah, it's almost like unfathomable because anything outside of the norm that's even earthly feels off-putting. Yeah. So imagining something that's completely not from this world to be. Like nightmare fuel. Yeah. And we have no idea what they actually look like, too. Oh. If they're real. They could look like those gray aliens, or they could look like xenomorphs. I hope not. (laughs) But if they're xenomorphs, they obviously can't operate equipment. As long as they're not predator, bro, we're good. Can you imagine? That shit. Wild. If if aliens do exist, why why do you think they don't show up as often as they did supposedly back, like, way early on, like, Egyptian times? Because, like... Our weaponry and shit has gotten so advanced that they're afraid of, like, starting shit up. I honestly don't even know if it's like that. I don't think that they're naive to the fact that if they were to try to, like, come here, that there would be, like, some element of danger to it. Uh-huh. Okay? But... <clears throat> I think there's less danger back then than there is now for them. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, the way I would look at it is they are so more advanced that we, than we are with just the fact alone that they know how to travel from some other planetary... Millions of light years away. Yeah, yeah. To us. Yeah. So, therefore, I feel like they automatically are going to have the upper hand. They probably have way better weapons, too, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, weapons. Or they probably advance past weapons. They don't even need that shit. Yeah. I, like, as much as I love, like, the human spirit and stuff like that, yeah. I don't feel like it's that powerful. <laughs> you know, I don't feel like you can have one Will Smith take down a whole fucking fleet of people. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't feel like that's realistic enough. So I'm pretty sure if they wanted, like, to actually fuck us up, they could do it just like yeah, that. Yeah, it would be instant. I mean, look at some of the scenes from just Independence Day. It's like one fucking laser and all of New York is gone. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense that they could be fucking beat with the touch of a computer stroke. Yeah, so it t- so basically they wouldn't even be scared that we have weapons. Yeah. So the, like, what the f- they would probably ha- lose a few people. Like, you can't be naive to that. Yeah. But their risk compared to ours would be, like, astronomically different in yeah. their favor. So why do you think that, why do you think they, like, don't show up as often? Or, like, try to hide. So, I think uh, the one time I have watched Star Trek is the first one with Chris Pine. I can't remember the name of it. It was just called Star Trek. Okay. Um, Or maybe it was the second one, the follow-up. Into Darkness, I think. Where the opening scene is him on, like, a super underdeveloped planet. Mm -hmm. And they all think he's, like, a god or something. And then all of a sudden, he, like, tries to run away from him. And... They either think he's a god or they're trying to sacrifice him, something like that. But he's all running away and he jumps on a ship and they see it and they're like, you just like massively fucked up because you potentially progressed this culture 
thousands of years ahead from where they should be. Like, they're more, like, primitive and stuff like that. So it's kind of trying not to intervene in the natural order of things. Because if you really look at it, like, from 1800s to now, we jumped so far ahead in technology that it's almost confusing. Okay, like, faster than you think? Yeah, because, like, we went from electricity to all of this other shit. Yeah. That it almost doesn't make sense how fast we got to it. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that this house that we're in right now is wired to like 30, 40,000 other houses just based off of like the systems that it goes to is fucking wild. And we got there in a hundred years. Yeah. That doesn't feel like enough. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Okay. Okay. I just, I don't know. I just don't know what like, if they're like scared to like show up or what. I just don't, I feel like it's, they don't want to risk interacting or intervening in like our natural progression. Okay. So, yeah, because if they, they are humans from the future, then they've already gone through all this shit. So they're just kind of like observing. Exactly. And they're kind of like anything that's like probing or stuff like that is more to do experiments to see like where we're at or just observation in general. Okay. That's why there hasn't been any like violent threat from aliens that have been reported. I wonder if they're, like, legitimately, like, literally like future like me and you. And they come back to see where we're at in the evolution. That would be a... That would be a trip. Like, let's see how, long, how far along they are now. Boom. And when are they going to catch up to us type of thing? That'd be wild. Yeah. Because I can't... Because it wouldn't... When you travel that amount of time, you'd, you'd have to age. Oh, yeah. That's why in the movies and shit, they go into hypersleep shit. So, obviously, they've evolved. I don't know. There's so many things. That you, like, oh, yeah. So many questions to that. Yeah. It, it's one of, like... <sighs> if it wasn't for the fact that, like... I don't know. I'm trying to think of the way to put this. But, basically... So, you grow up watching movies and thinking, like, magic and shit is cool. But then you get to something like sci-fi and there are certain aspects of it that are so realistic that like <sighs> the way you can delve into it is way different and it's more believable and it does get more terrifying because you can believe things like laser sword sounds like something that'd be really fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's why like. I've never been scared of magic and shit like that, but, like, aliens and stuff would scare the fuck out of me. I'd probably be one of the first people to be offed. Yeah, if if they were like that, like, hostile. Oh, yeah. I feel like if they were hostile, they would have fucked us up a long time ago. No, that's what I'm saying. I think it's more of, like, a purely observational thing right now. Yeah. And I just want to know if in our lifetime we're going to get to the point where they actually like try to make contact. Like interact? Yeah. Do you believe in the Bob Lazar story? What is that? Really? Um, so he was this guy who worked at, uh, it was officially titled Los Alamos Labs. Okay. But it worked out of Area 51. Oh, Area 51 is a spicy thing. Yeah. Um, and... There's this guy, Bob Lazar, who I believe he lived in around Vegas. 
and there's some way that like New Mexico and Las Vegas meet right around Area 51. And he was working on there for a long time, and then all of a sudden he wasn't getting any calls back, and he didn't know why. Because they had to like structure everything to the point where they brought him in secretly, and he was there for so many days at a time, and all this, and yeah. it was it's super tightly structured with security. Well, they stopped bringing him in and telling him when to come in and stuff like that. So he was like, "All right, fuck it, I'm gonna expose this." Yeah, and then he comes to find out later it's because his wife was cheating on him. Risk for us because he has some emotional shit that's about to happen at home. Mm. So <clears throat> he decides to leak it, go out to the news, and put himself out there that way because he feels like if he does that, he won't be like a target for assassination or some sort of stuff. Right. His legitimate credits started disappearing. He went to some like super prestigious college like a Harvard or something like that. All of a sudden he never existed at those schools and it just wildness. And so like he purposely put himself on the news, like blacked out face trying to just expose the story as much as possible, but he's constantly like getting discredited and, his claims are going away, so he seems like a fucking kook. But he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. He has a Netflix documentary. Like, it's just wild. What's his name? Uh, Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. He okay. has a bunch of stories about this, like, Element 115. Mm-hmm. That's this, like, super sustainable energy structure that he basically, like, came out and talked about years ago. Okay. And they they denied it and denied it and denied it for years. And all of a sudden, a couple of years ago, now it's a thing. Hmm. So it was like just that much more like legitimacy to his story that he always had. Because he was like basically in a group where he they were trying to experiment and study with this propulsion system that this UFO had to try to figure out what fueled it. And he was working on that Element 115 thing that they just couldn't crack because it was so, for lack of a better word, like alien to them. So he decided to eventually come out with that. And if it wasn't for that, the story probably would have never come out. Wow. Like, it's nuts. That's intense. And it sounds like even when you listen to, like, Joe Rogan on his podcast talking to him... As much as Joe Rogan seems like he slips into like conspiracy theories and stuff like that super easy, <clears throat> you can always hint, hear like a hint of like reservation in his voice when he's talking to Bob Lazar. Because he doesn't want to like offend him or something or yeah, go because, too far or something. Because he knows how long it took for him to come out and talk at all. Yeah. To where he's like, if I say anything that even slightly contradicts the fact that I fully believe him, that... He'll be like, you know what, I'm done. Fuck you, basically. Yeah. So it's like it, there's a weird line to draw there that it's almost even hard to draw your own opinion because even the interviewer doesn't feel confident in what he's talking about. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's intense. I do that. I want to hear like more stories from like Area 51 because that's always been like an interest like I've had. See, and I've looked deep into that before. Oh yeah, like, and I've even talked to my parents, and they've been to New Mexico, and 
before Obama ever came out and was like, hey, you know, Area 51 is a real thing. Basically, like, semi-declassified it. But they'll never tell you exactly. Yeah, they're, they're like, it exists, but I'm not telling you what this goes here. on. Yeah. <laughs> but my parents, even years before that, were like, oh, yeah, Area 51 is definitely a real thing. You go to Roswell, even just driving through it, and you get within, like, the smallest area of the perimeter and it's super militarized. Like there's no question that something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma, my grandma lives in Roswell. So I went there every summer and yeah, I've never like seen anything like that, but like, no. yeah, they have a bunch of alien stuff there obviously. But, oh yeah. I, but, I know um, the gift shops yeah. get crazy money. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it is really mili- militarized or whatever. Um, there has to be some shit in there. I, I don't know if there's like, alien bodies or something alien there has i think there is do you remember do you remember right before i think it was before covid uh the let's storm area 51 yeah. movement yep oh my god and people actually showed up to it it was <laughs> yeah. just like a for a fun thing but. but dude the town of roswell made so much fucking money oh yeah like people were able to retire off of that <laughs> yeah. year like it's insane yeah yeah i don't know do, do you think they have any like alien technology or do you think they're just experimenting with their own shit to try to do some really crazy shit so or do you think there's like some scary shit in there i feel like most of our technology is honestly based off of alien shit okay i don't get how else you would almost explain how quickly we evolved technologically just going from electricity to like cell phones overnight in the Grand, grand scale, scale of, of like time yeah because it almost feels like we jumped way ahead and our easiest way to explain a lot of it is like television and film with sci-fi and to like normalize it to where like the first time you saw a cell phone was on star trek in like the 70s yeah and then all of a sudden 30 years later it's this thing that's just a huge and omnipresent existence in our culture yeah like you can't walk five steps down the street without seeing someone who has a fucking phone yeah it's just wild how like overnight it changes going from telephones that are you communicate through wires to like communicating through airwaves yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah it's fucking wild i mean you could be right um, I've heard there's even alien shit inside the Vatican, too. I've heard that, too. Yeah. That one I haven't looked into enough, though. I want to, because the Vatican, like, it's, like, kind of terrifying when you think about it, because there's so much shit in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you have the automatic jokes about, like, the, like, rape culture and stuff like that inside of those. But, like, I've heard a lot of conspiracies outside of that. Yeah. Especially inside of the Vatican. Because there's a lot of, like, sculptures and stuff that are, like, extremely demonic yeah. inside of the Vatican that they constantly explain away by being basically, like, stories from the Bible, but they seem almost, like, in worship of those stories. Like, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's supposedly, like, this big-ass tomb under there, too. I forgot for what. Huh. But, yeah, there's all sorts of fucking weird shit. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting to think about all the, like, classified shit. Oh, yeah. Because it really could be anything. I don't know. 
it's just wild how many possible there there are like a hundred different interpretations of religious stuff over the years over the last couple thousand years different variations of stuff like that where you can see influences from something for sure and it almost all seems like it ties back to aliens like especially if you look at like egypt Egypt, yeah because in some of the hieroglyphics you can see like these helicopter looking things yeah it's like there has to be some sort of influence for a how the fuck in that time period and with what tools could you build something like the great pyramids like, that almost doesn't feel possible today, except for the fact that now we actually have the tools like and cranes and shit. Yeah, yeah. they didn't have that shit. Yeah. And you can't tell me scaffolding because at the point <laughs> it goes this way. Yeah. Like, how the fuck? Yeah. So. It makes, though, that shit makes no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. That is one of my biggest things where I'm like, I feel like we can barely do that now. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to think of doing that three, four thousand years ago. Yeah. It's bananas. That and Mesopotamia. I see. I don't know m- enough about Mesopotamia. Okay. They had like this giant pyramid type of thing too. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know much about them. I just knew they were like a really big population at the time. Well, you at least like with the design of like the Aztec pyramids, that makes sense as a human structure mm-hmm. because there's steps to it. Yeah. Where like the Egyptian pyramids are just yeah they're flat fucking up there's no nothing with them whereas like yeah you literally have steps on like the aztec and mayan pyramids yeah to where you can at least see like where the train of thought went yeah you got that and you got stonehenge which i think today to this day is still not like fully like explained right there there are plenty of theories some are aliens some are just formed like this yeah and then there are some that basically say they were installed as like druidic worship temples yeah like the, there's a lot of different theories those are wild because they don't even know what um what culture or what people made them right yeah at all. like the, the biggest theory is probably like druidic like pagan witch type craft stuff that they like installed those as like stuff to worship and sacrifice stuff to and stuff like that back then you have thousands of years between that and now to where it's like almost impossible to guarantee what anybody said or how anything came from what. Yeah, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um, it, it almost makes it you wonder why people fight for power as much as they do, like especially if they're doing it for like valor or memory. Because you know how like some people want to be known as like the greatest whatever of all time? Yeah. At some point, it almost doesn't matter. Like, you can be Muhammad Ali all day, but, like, over the grand scheme of time in a thousand years, is Muhammad Ali going to matter as a name? Yeah. As much as, like, he is worshipped as a boxer right now, you get lost in that, like, stream of time. Yeah. It's bananas. Yeah. God. I don't know. It's almost terrifying, like... You want to build yourself up and you want to like dr- drive forward to like make something of yourself one day. Like that that's what we're born to do, is what we're taught to do. But it, it is almost terrifying to think that it's 
sounds really dark, but like almost for nothing mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of like the way everything works and the way everything evolves. Yeah. It's like, what is the purpose of anything? And and then it makes you wonder if you go even outside of our range to stuff like aliens and stuff like that. It just gets more minimal and minimal and minimal and minimal. Yeah. It's almost like terrifying. Yeah. And I think that just goes back to like, like what is life? It's it's a dark hole to go down for sure. It really sure. is. And not necessarily like dark like and depressing, but it's like it's too heady. Oh yeah. You know. It it's de- it's it's definitely a rabbit hole and it's just if I wasn't as high as I am right now, I would not have probably gone this long on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good conversation to have though cuz yeah. it's interesting shit cuz this is stuff I like try to research from time to time. Oh yeah. Cuz I am interested. It, it, it's such a wild and like there's so many different variations of like people's opinions that almost tie together and fit better than they fight each other. Like if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's kind of like my point earlier with like evolution and creationism. Like there should probably be a happy medium in there. I feel like it should be that way with most things. Right. Because it's like some people are so dedicated to this one idea of something that they can't appreciate or accept any facet of this other version being even remotely correct. So we get nowhere because we have to sit here and argue and fight about opinions. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Fuck. It is trippy. Now, if only we could find a universe or a world where Ezra Miller wasn't fucking a shithead yeah that uh that finally came i don't want to say it came to a head it kind of underwhelming in a way yeah because there's still no resolution no because so ezra miller got charged for it happened why the fuck with that kind of money why do you need to burglarize anybody yeah and what makes it fucking worse is he was doing reshoots in between the initial stuff and now it makes you wonder how when he was on the run yeah makes you wonder how erratic he would have had to been like, that had to be a fucking, like, a sore sign to the producers and the director and everybody else on set that, hey, this dude's not fucking okay. Yeah, some, yeah, I can't even imagine. I feel like when I look at pictures of him, I get uncomfortable now. I can see that. Because I feel like, I don't know, he, I just feel like he's not there. <laughs> so, and I, I haven't seen this movie in full, but I know the basic premise of it. But it almost makes you look at films like uh, we need to talk about Kevin differently. Yeah. Because it's just like he has really... This is the first time I can think of an actor this public and this well-known that has gone this far off the rails. The last time anything close to this, and I, I know this is a really shitty comparison, it is dark, but like... Crispin Wash it. When was the last time you heard of something even remotely this dark with some big star? Yeah, and you've seen other stars like go off the deep end, but they just do weird shit and they don't commit crimes. Yeah, it's it's mostly hey crimes of like getting caught with drugs or even domestic violence. And it's weird to say that this feels like more than that, but but it is. It, it, it is in the grand scheme of things because this is a massive mental health thing that 
a studio could have intervened in seven, eight months ago. Well, two years ago, even when he chokeslammed that chick. Yeah. Like, there, there should have. That was the first fucking sign. Yeah. And now it's like once a month if we don't go with hearing a fucking Ezra Miller story, it's a miracle. Yeah. Like, this dude, this, per- this person has lost their fucking mind. Yeah, I think it's official at this point. Yeah, um, if it wasn't official before, and it, it, it I, I really am curious. I've juggled a couple ideas in my head of like why this is taking so long, but even like the most woke, stupid bullshit reason wouldn't justify it, because like he is a, f- they are a figurehead of like the LGBT movement, so it definitely makes it harder to cancel this movie that you put so much money behind someone like that as kind of like a press thing yeah not only that because I, th- I think the uh, budget went up to like 300 million jesus christ what kind of money are you gonna make off of this exactly they need to make it at least what like eight or seven or eight? eight yeah yeah and it's just like yeah justice I, league made eight in a business standpoint i can understand why they haven't canceled it yet because of that fact because batgirl was a completely different story money-wise and it made sense business-wise to scrap it because then they can get taxes back on it. The only DCEU film that busted a billion was Batman vs. Superman. And Aquaman. D- no, oh, yeah. BBS Aquaman only made eight something. Really? Yeah, it didn't even hit nine. But I know it Justice League It should have been a billion-dollar like, movie. Justice League hit like seven or eight, right? Seven, I think. Seven, yeah. and then Aquaman was a bill. And you would think that Justice League would have been the one that drove, drove everybody in, but... Yeah, and yeah, it didn't because they... They didn't fucking set shit up right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. They're they're really kind of in a shitty situation. And it's not even, like, the new regime's fault because they inherited all this shit. Oh, yeah. So now they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. This is, like, the third fucking takeover since BVS. Yep. At least since Man of Steel, but I'm pretty sure since BVS. Yeah. Like, it went Warner Brothers to AT&T and Warner Brothers to... AT&T and Discovery. Yep. Like, it just doesn't make sense how they plan hope to do anything when, like, at least Disney kept the structure for Marvel when they bought it. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't work this way. No. And now they're finally talking about getting a Kevin Feige type figure in charge. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, which is something they should have had from the fucking start. I mean, they technically did. Zack Snyder kind of was that um, until BBS came out, yeah. until after that came out. So so here's one thing I do want to talk about real quick, because there's not a whole lot of ways we can go with the Ezra Miller thing. Because he, he's lost his fucking mind, and it's it's a long, dark road down where we finally come to a close. Yeah. It, anything can happen. Yeah, because, yeah, obviously it's not over. We're going to hear some more shit in the next coming weeks, probably. Yeah. So, my question is, why are we so quick to cancel, other than budget, okay? Why are we so quick to cancel Batgirl over The Flash? $90 million doesn't even make sense as a budget for Batgirl, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's going to streaming. Yeah, well, then, right before... Um, just- it was? Yeah. So well, what reason would they have to pull it out then? Because you're at least going for some sort of profit. So the they 
I read an article that said they came to the decision that they would get more money back by using it as like a tax write-off if they canceled it than if they were to release it. So I, the only thing that I don't get and I don't get how that would make sense is the fact that they're only getting $20 million to the $90 million they put in. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It's just a guarantee of $20 million. Yeah. So, that was one reasoning. That was the main reasoning. And then there was something else that came out and said that um, supposedly it got shitty um, early screenings, test screenings, which then was like debunked because it said they got it got the same test ratings as Black Adam, which is still getting released. So it kind of makes you wonder what the actual real reason is. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense to. They did a lot of press for it, especially putting Michael Keaton in it. They yeah. wouldn't have wasted a script on something for him. Yeah, and the only reason I can think of right now, until something officially happens, is that the new regime came in and thought, you know, this doesn't really fit. Yeah, whatever. It, but, it almost but, feels more like a power move. Yeah, like hey, you guys were making a lot of stupid fucking decisions, and I got to pull the reins. You got to prove yourself before you deserve the budget, mm. basically. Whereas, like, Disney has dedicated so much money to Marvel that it is so ridiculously profitable for them to where Disney could drop three Eternals in a year and still make enough money to survive. Yeah. Like, nobody liked that movie. No. And it still made money. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's kind of wild. They, they don't even have enough faith in a movie that they put $90 million into to relieve, to release it to get back more than the $20 million that they're guaranteed through an insurance policy. Yeah. It's kind of shitty. It is shitty. And it's almost insulting. Yeah. Especially when, if, when you look at, like, when you compare it to The Flash and all the stuff that... And like I said to you earlier, like, Ezra Miller is only like a small portion of that movie because there's oh, yeah. so many people that worked on it. Oh, but, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but there's just a lot of baggage with that fucking thing. And especially the budget inflated as much as it did. Oh, yeah. I mean, you really can't. They're kind of like tied up it, in it that is one. one. See, I, I do agree with the budget of the fact that that is what it is. Yeah. But at least you could give Batgirl a chance by releasing it because of the fact that like She's not even giving you any PR issues. No, like honestly, like if you were to release Batgirl, you know how many people would probably go to see it because of Ezra Miller? Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, j- just to prove a point and then not show up to The Flash. Yeah. But now like, you don't have that option. I almost would. I want to see what The Flash is like, but I can almost wait till it comes out on video. Yeah. Because it just feels it feels tainted. Yeah. Not not only the fact that like I he's a shitty person. But the fact that it's not leading anywhere. And that's what the whole goal was. Mm-hmm. It would still be interesting. But this idea that they've had of doing this for how long has already been done by Marvel like three or four times. Yep. So it's like we've sat on it far too long. We haven't done anything to progress this. And now we're waiting until this dude's wrecking our PR. And that's part of their fault, too, because they should have put an end to it two years ago. Oh, yeah. This probably would have never happened. Yeah. Um, just doesn't make what sense. What was I going to say? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the whole thing. It's crazy. Yeah. 
It, it, it just doesn't make sense to me to like... It, it's almost like they have to punish other people because of his fuck-ups. Yeah. It, it, it's weird. Like, without it being like explicit, it just feels like other people are paying for the shit that they have to like help him brush under the rug. Mm-hmm. It's kind of gross. Yeah, it almost makes you think like maybe Ezra Miller has something of somebody or something. I don't know. Well, he has been acting since he was fairly fucking young, so... Yeah. You never know. Yeah. I did see on Twitter, um, it's a rumor. I don't know, like, if it, like, gained traction or if they're going to do it, but uh, there's a rumor that they might change the title of the movie to Batman into the something, whatever. Into the Speed Force or some shit like that. I forgot what the title it was. That would be... Like, rebranding it in a way to where it seems like a Batman movie featuring Flash. That's with, like, an idea that somebody had. And I'm like, I don't know. If you could do that, I mean, you could do that, but I don't know how much of the stain it would take away. It probably wouldn't take away anything. Another thing I find troublesome is the fact that now there's reports of uh, Ben Affleck coming back. Like they're inserting him into Aquaman three, two, two. Aqu- really? This, yeah, that was about to be the second one. It almost feels like they're inserting him into Aquaman two, almost in like reaction to what's going on with the flash like is a extra potential last goodbye because well, of the fuck up of what's going on well this is how fucked up this is too that the batman that was going to show up in aquaman 2 originally was michael keaton too but they thought that would be too confusing so that's why they brought ben affleck back so they don't know what the fuck they're doing yeah this this isn't making sense to me yeah i mean i just I really wish I had something more concrete and I wish Batman movies were better lately other than the one that we oh, got Batman. this year. I just wish they would like just shut everything down and just take like a year or two off to really think about what the fuck they're going to do. And I, I guess they came out and said that, uh, the Batman 2 hasn't been officially greenlit uh, yet either. Why? And it's mainly because uh, the script's not done. They don't greenlight movies until scripts are done. I'd rather them take their time. Yeah, so if Matt, Matt Reeves right, right. If that's the case, I'm good with it. Yeah, let him take four years. Yeah, as much as I would love to not take that long, I'd rather it be good. Yeah, and you can't wait too too long because Robert Pattinson's already 35. So it could get that much better because you have those time jumps. You can tell extra stories that's with. Right. You can have a Robin you introduce that he has history with that we've never seen. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm tired of the hand fed introduction stories for everyone i'm cool with doing what we did in year two and jumping forward to fucking year five or six when robin's been in two years okay like i think that'd be dope but we can't even get a sequence of three movies right with anything right with right now with warner brothers no wonder woman failed after two batman didn't even get a singles movie uh bbs ruined that yeah, uh, Man of Steel didn't get a sequel. Yeah, which because I feel of like BBS, I feel like that's more of an insult though. That was the one thing out of everything I felt like deserved something. Yeah. Like how how are we getting a Flash movie? Uh, what year did uh, Man of Steel come out? Twelve, thirteen. How is it we're nine years removed from that? We still don't have a sequel, but we're getting Flash. Yeah, and Flash was first announced in twenty fourteen too. Yeah. So they're just all over the place. 
It doesn't make sense. Yep. That's from what any you don't have a plan. And when you get fucking like change of ownership like six times yeah. over that course, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. It's Can, sad, really. Oh, yeah. It's it's just wild. To yeah. Me. But at the same time, I didn't go to business school, so I don't know what everything means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of mumbo jumbo and a lot of bullshit to make entertainment happen. Yep. It's not worth it. It's not. <laughs> um, you got anything else you can think of for this podcast, sir? Uh, don't have sex with an alien. Um, oh, how'd that rave go? Oh, it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah. Um, you get any strange? Do you get any strange? Uh, there's definitely strange things that happened. Um, so we ended up going to the first place, and it ended up kind of being like kind of boring and there wasn't a whole lot of people so we dipped and went to temple okay and that's where it was like it was fucking wild it's like you know the clubs that are in the john wick movies yeah it basically looked like that <laughs> it, was, right. it was like dark, like black walls with neon lights everywhere and yeah, it was fucking wild no uh it was wild. no gun foo going on no gun Taekwon gun gun kata yeah never heard of it really yeah that's the like style of fighting for like Matrix and John Wick. That's wild. Yeah. Mm. Nice. I don't know what even brought that up. <laughs> You're still hot. I'm still really hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you've been talking for three hours. You're so full of shit. Yeah. No. It's already fucking 12.30. You're so full yep. of shit. Um, it's 11.30. That is real. That's factual. <laughs> oh, shit, it is. All right, so <laughs> uh, my name is Anthony Stevens. My name is Damien Libia. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Don't listen to this episode in the dark. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just feel like every time I talk about like conspiracy theory shit or watch it, I can't be in the dark. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. Listen to it how you want. You can listen to it with headphones or not. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>It might be 93. I was so high I did not recognize the fire fire burning in your eyes. eyes. What was I looking up? Uh, Fuck, what were you looking up? Am I high too? (laughs) Um, I think you have been because you followed along a lot more than I expected to with that. Ah, uh, no, I, 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 oh, what episode are we on? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my God. This love has taken it on me. We're on 93? Yeah, this is 93. Okay. Uh, Three, two, one.